What is up, our friends? We're so excited you're back for another episode of the Foyer Chats podcast today. Oh, it's a good one. Emma and I are talking about one of the hacks that has completely transformed both of our businesses and pretty much lives. It's a way of organizing and setting up your workflow and just all of your tasks and taking a good inventory of what you got to do to make your business profitable and just running like a well-oiled machine. So today it's all about batch working, as you probably saw by the title. So we go into why multitasking isn't great, how to batch work, what to batch work, what even is it, and how it can really, really benefit your business. So I do have to warn you, we both kind of had a bad cold the week that we were recording. So we sound like we're recording laying on the couch. Um, We weren't, but we probably should have been. (laughs) So anyway, just being a little real with y'all. And I'm just super excited that you get to listen to a very tactical episode and hopefully take away a lot from today. So without further ado, let's kick it off and jump right in. Hey, hey, friends. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Emma. And you're listening to Foyer Chats. Here in the foyer, we talk all things business, lifestyle, and everything in between. Come for the coffee shop style chats. Leave with a fire under your booty to take on all the things. All right, Emma, you ready to dive in? Heck yeah, let's go. Hello, hello. Okay, so we've all felt that overwhelm, the busy, the feeling of burnout, just the life of an entrepreneur pretty much in this season. Um, We've been talking about that a lot on the last few episodes. So we wanted to come to you guys today with a chat all about how to tactically break through, break through that haze, break down your daily tasks, and kind of get unstuck and out of that like complete feeling of overwhelm. Right. Well, and I think I think just working smarter and not harder too. Yes. Exactly. Like if you implement these things, I promise you will be more efficient and effective <laughs> with everything that you do. So Yes, exactly. Let's dive in. So okay. let's first can we talk about multitasking a minute? And maybe bust mm-hmm. some myths with multitasking because I think that there's – I think honestly, I think I've sat in an interview before and said one of my strengths is I can multitask. I'm almost <laughs> positive I have done that before. And I would say even knowing what we're going to say, one of my talents is multitasking, but I feel like that's very three thing. So I almost have a hard time implementing everything we're going to talk about today because I just – thrive off of being efficient and if I can like start the dishwasher come up here right. edit, you know, export this and then go do that and do all these things at the same time that feels great to me do you but think I- that you thrive off being busy oh probably because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it makes it that's what only because we just talked to grace and she talked all about busy I'm like I think that's because I do too like when mm-hmm. I have a full to-do list and I can knock out five things in 15 minutes that are just quick little things. I love it. And I feel so good about myself, but But, (laughs) is that being effective or? uh, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And focused. Exactly. So I think one of the stats that we were talking about is how it takes 
what, like a minute and 15 seconds on a task mm-hmm. before you lose focus on it. And that the average sense. person. Yeah. Yeah. That if you're focusing on something. And I think it's so easy in today's day and age where you have your, like, I literally have my phone sitting next to me right now. So if I got a text message, it would light up and I would see it and I would look at that, meaning I would lose my focus. Well, yeah, that's not good. This should be in a different room. <laughs> but Okay, wait, can I give a little tip on that? I just yeah. discovered this week. Yes. So if you have, if you have an iPhone and you've done the new, what is it, iOS 15 update, They've added some features to do not disturb so you can like change it so certain people can still get through to you, like texts or calls. (laughs) Break through the do not disturb. (laughs) Right. Because I don't know, sometimes I don't like turning it on because I'm waiting on a call or something like that or something's more important. So anyway, I haven't fully explored it, but check it out because I think that could be helpful. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like on the one minute and 15 seconds at first when I saw that stuff, I kind of rolled my eyes. I'm like, no way I can focus longer than that. But it's true. Like there might be the Amazon truck pulling up that I see or my dog barks or anything. There can be so many different things that can make you lose focus. So and it takes a long time to get back into right, that deep and way flow. more I than mean, a minute and 15 right. seconds. Yeah. Because you can, you can surpass that when you get into that deep mm-hmm. work mode, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So Right. And then um, another stat that we saw that just kind of blew my mind too is when you're multitasking, you're actually reducing your productivity by 40%. 4 which... It makes sense. I mean, when you're multitasking, it not only does it take you longer to accomplish one task because you're doing multiple tasks, but it increases the chances of you actually having errors. Hence, it's oh, yeah. going to take you longer and you're not going to be as more as, as productive. <laughs> no, totally. Because like, I'll be doing an editing day and trying to upload and do all these things. And I can totally tell when I'm like, you know, hitting multiple different points of my process all at once I'll be laying in bed at night and I'm like oh, I've edited that gallery did I send it out yeah I didn't go through the full you know process of mine because I was yeah trying to do all sorts of different things mm-hmm. to be oh. efficient this is a side note on that something I just started doing is having a pad of paper next to me like at all times in all different rooms so that if I think of something like that, I can just quick write it down and get it out of my head and on paper and not right. think about it anymore. That's Sorry. been a game changer for me. It's it's actually seriously how I got out of bed this morning because yeah. I thought of something, which was good. I needed to get up anyway. But, but you don't want to be. <laughs> you don't want to be. I need to send an email. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh. Okay. And also, when we talk about multitasking, I think I think there's two different kinds. Obviously, it's like trying to do the same thing or do different things all at one time, but I could look at it as trying to do different kinds of tasks in your day or in a certain chunk of time and just mm-hmm. switching modes, switching from, I don't know, sending out bills to responding uh, to emails podcast to episodes. recording podcasts. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think those stats on efficiency and losing focus, I yeah, I think that applies there too. Yeah, but. yeah. you just got to get in the headspace of whatever you're doing. So, enter batch working. This is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, Batch working is, honestly, it's like the opposite of multitasking. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's really grouping alike tasks and scheduling them for the same day or different time chunks or just having a plan of when you're going to 
be working and making it so that it's not just all over the place, bouncing from emails to editing to making boxes to recording mm-hmm. podcasts, like all this stuff. It's so that you can get into a really, really deep workflow state. Yeah. And I think it it definitely, I mean, hearing that, it sounds great, but it takes some preparation and it takes For some strategy. Sure. And we'll get into how we like to do that mm-hmm. in a little bit, but um, you have to be prepared in order to work this way. But when you can get set up in a yeah. flow like this, it's gold. And I think once you get the hang, like it might take, yes, it takes a while to figure it out in the beginning. And it might even take a couple days, weeks, whatever, to actually understand how to like train your brain to work this way instead. But once you do get to that space, like we said, it makes you so much more efficient. It gives you mental clarity. It helps you get ahead, feel prepared, not feel so hard behind. So many different things. So just batch working is is queen. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about how, I mean, what does it mean to be ahead? Because I think, not what does it mean to be ahead, but <laughs> how can it help you be ahead? Because like for us, for example, with this podcast, if we can spend a day like we have this week recording like four episodes in a two-day chunk, we're able to get so much further ahead and yeah. like get ahead on editing and like schedule those things out so we're not like scrambling last minute. Right. Because when, I mean, when I do one podcast episode recording, I'm like in the zone and I'm feeling good about it. And I kind of want to just jump into another one and start Mm -hmm. talking about something else or talking with someone else. So take advantage of that and do that. And same with editing or going through like doing social media planning, like anything, if you group it together and know that you have to focus on that one thing, it's so much easier to just get in the zone and knock it out. Right. Because, for example, on a day where we would do one podcast episode, and then I have to go edit for an hour, and then do emails later, it takes me a long time to ramp up and get into that headspace of, okay, I'm going to sit here and edit pictures. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I need to get the right drink and get the right notepad out and like yeah (laughs) sometimes certain tasks where maybe it's a little bit more of a mental hurdle to get into maybe it's writing blog posts or something that just feels a little more daunting I think as humans it sometimes takes us a little longer to jump into it so if you can clump all of the tasks that maybe have to do with writing in one day you only have one chunk of that ramp up period Mm -hmm. instead of like four times throughout your week then you're losing 20 minutes every day Versus just, you know, get yourself set yeah. up, get in the mode, get in the brain space, and then you're able to go into that deep work state and stay there for however long yeah. and income. Yeah. And I think it's important to note too, as creative entrepreneurs, there's obviously so many different headspace that you ha- headspaces that you have to be in throughout the day. I mean, the headspace that you're in when you're actually shoot, you're like at shoots, is completely different than when you're Mm -hmm. editing, I assume. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. And for me, you know, when I'm actually designing different client gifts, that's completely different than going through inventory or actually making them up. It's just a completely different headspace. So I do want to say just because you, like, if you're starting, this is your first day starting batch working right now, it's going to take some time to understand how you work as a person. And maybe it's different 
like honestly, maybe it's different days of the week that work better for you. Maybe on Fridays you are not in a headspace to do X, whatever it is. And maybe on Mondays you are not in the headspace to do something else. And maybe we have someone come on and talk about how this can relate to hormones if you're a lady because whew, that back a couple months ago for me made such a big difference when I planned what mm-hmm. I was doing based on different times of the month and how I would be mentally. So I think just knowing that you may have to switch these things up from time and time again um, is important to know so you don't feel like a complete failure when you're doing this to begin with. <laughs> yeah. And I would say if you are in the phase where now you have a legit business, maybe you're coming out of this being a side hustle or a creative hobby or something, and now it's a business, you need to take control of your time because like literally time is money. And Mm -hmm. it didn't always feel like that before because making earrings was fun and it still is fun. But now you have to be a little bit more strategic and a little bit, you know, treat yourself like a legitimate business, like you have a boss that's watching you clock in and out. Obviously, (laughs) the great thing is that we don't have that and we have flexibility and all of that, which is amazing. But sometimes I'm talking to myself here. Sometimes we have to come down a little harder on ourselves and take your business seriously. So this this makes the most of your time. This reminds me of, it's a reel that was trending a little while ago that was like, I'm a really, really strict boss, but a really lazy employee. (laughs) It's so real. Like Uh I, you know, if I have, I just did hire my first employee and I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do during this time. When you're here, this is what we're doing. This, 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 this. Well, why the heck don't I do that to myself? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And if we're looking at how, even how much you're paying yourself and if I'm paying myself a hundred dollars an hour, which someday, um, but if I'm paying myself a hundred dollars an hour, then if I'm sitting scrolling reels is that really a good use of my time mm-hmm. of the hundred dollars mm-hmm. an hour I'm paying myself yeah probably not. I think sometimes too when I'm on in a mood where I am so easily distracted you have to make a change so mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be like all right Kels if this is really where you're feeling we're gonna go sit our butts on the couch for 15 minutes totally shut off because yeah. then you're kind of eliminating that guilt of like oh I'm just wasting time give yourself a break because you do need breaks And then come back in a new headspace, new fresh cup of coffee or whatever you need Mm -hmm. and – or you went and took a walk or something like that because it's not worth just sitting here, you know, trying so hard to get in the the zone while you're like constantly on your phone or or jumping around. Mm -hmm. Like step away and then come back. Um, Yeah. But let's get into how you actually batch work and how you can get prepared and figure out – what you can batch work, when you should, all of that. So I think the first thing that's super important is to reassess. Feels like a theme for us lately. It really does. (laughs) Clearly we need (laughs) to add this to your (laughs) quarterly your quarterly little retreat or whatever you gotta do. Um, when you're reassessing all your goals and all that stuff. But get clear on what your different roles in your business are. So whether you're a solopreneur or you have a small team or whatever. Get clear on what those different areas are and and like even break down each individual task. So for example, for me, let's think about shooting a wet, uh, a session and like delivering it. I get home, I 
you know, put all the photos on my hard drive and then I have to call them. So that means just like going through and selecting the ones I'm going to edit. That's one process. And then editing is a second process. So I like to break those apart as two different tasks instead of like one big daunting task of like calling, editing, exporting, uploading, sending it all out, like breaking it down into chunks. So I could have, for example, a culling day where I'm going through and culling like six different galleries that day. And then a different day would be an editing day or x mm-hmm. y and z so and reassessing i think and getting clear on the yeah. different chunks and once you maybe this is talking too early about this but once you do if you're having a full day of editing you for sure need to take breaks then and it mm-hmm. needs to be every what is it 90 to is it like an hour to 90 minutes is the amount of time that you your brain literally can function on one thing Mm -hmm. at a time Mm -hmm. so that means go outside like truly even if you're just sitting outside drinking a glass of water in the sunshine or Mm -hmm. in snow whatever (laughs) don't want to think about that yet um but then that it can it just resets your brain and it's it's important to do so once you yeah so once you're getting set on your regular jobs and this this is going to look so so different for every single business Mm because you just talked about yours well mine it's completely completely different Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. because there's times where I have to be designing mock-ups for clients of what their gifts are going to look like there's going to be times where I have to do all the invoicing and there's gonna be times where I have to actually make the boxes order inventory so it's completely completely different but the same in the sense of your brain is going to be in different headspaces when you're working Mm -hmm. on these projects so define them that way and literally when we say define them write them down take a minute to write them down in a notebook what are your regular jobs? If you could hire out everything in your business and have someone <laughs> specific for each role, which, man, doesn't that sound great? Yeah. Um, what would those roles be? And maybe that's a good way to figure out if you can. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. Pick which ones you, know. you don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. But I think because you're going to be separating it out in like the tasks that are, you know, for your business that are mm-hmm. client facing or making you money, that kind of task. But you also have to remember there's, you know, the back-end tasks, taxes, payroll, all that kind of stuff that also have to happen often. So even going to the level of figuring out what all the different kinds of tasks are, and I can't say that word today, and then when they all need to happen. So Mm -hmm. Like for me, I I don't love doing like the tax stuff and figuring out my mileage and all of that. (laughs) But if I had, you know, a certain day every single month where I was going to do that and had that on my calendar and I have a two hour chunk batched, you know, set for that stuff, I'm going to be able to get in that headspace the night before and be like, okay, I know tomorrow is my day where I'm doing that stuff Mm -hmm. too. And then you can, you know, do whatever you got to do to be able to get in that headspace and not feel pressure because you know I'm not editing tomorrow. I have to take care of the other end yep. of my business too. So figuring out when and how often all those different tasks have to happen so that you can plan out your month well, or and your how quarter. long they're gonna take because yes. some things some things you have to do every single day. It only takes five minutes, but you have to do it every day. Some things it could take you an entire month if you sat down and did it all at one time. So when you're writing down these different roles, have them written down and then break them out and actually get detailed on 
what the frequency and how long do these all take so that you can plan your week and month and whatever out that way. It's a good check too. You know, I love to take on a lot, maybe too many things. It's a good (laughs) way to be able to know your schedule, know in your head how long things are going to take. And if you have room to add anything or if you should be, you know, taking things off. I mean, just kind of on that topic of burnout and inspiration and all of that, that we kind of keep coming back to. Um, it's just, it's just like knowing your numbers in your business. You know, if you know your numbers, you know, if you could invest in your business or buy a certain new gear or whatever, know your time too. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be able to, to harness that. Yeah. And you'll be able to hopefully start to outsource that if need be. Right. Yeah. So yep. Then you'll know. Th- think of it that way. <laughs> yeah. This knowledge is power, people. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think along with that, once you have all your tasks clear in different areas, it's a good time to reassess your goals, kind of like we mentioned earlier. So making sure all of those tasks are aligning and actually pushing the bottom line, pushing you along in the direction that you want to go. And if there's something you can let go of or scale back on or, yeah, not not give your prime hours to. Um, or something that, that you want to dive into and spend more time on. Right. Anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So once you kind of figure all that out, then it's time to actually make a plan for all of this. Like, when are you going to make this happen? And how can you make these things automated or easier? It's a really great time to start looking through things and think, okay, if I had a system for this process, or if I had a template that I could use for this, if I had whatever it was, checklist, plans, anything for those specific tasks that would make it easier, do those things right now. Put those in place. I promise you it's going to save you so, 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 so much time, energy, mental clarity, all the things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then once you have those, then, you know, probably next quarter when you reassess these again, you might be like, do you know what? This takes me half the time now because I implemented these, right. um, these systems. You have a system. Yeah. 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 Man, we just keep coming back to that. We need to regularly be reviewing mm-hmm. your plan where do you need to shift? Where do you need to change? What's working? What's not? Where can Mm -hmm. you add? Where can you subtract? I don't know. I think we need to make this a thing. I think it's like a foyer quarterly challenge or something. Oh, I like that. That I just started really fun. (laughs) I because I don't know. I know what you guys think. That sounds really fun to me. I I think so too because I need that push and that community and Mm -hmm. that. um, Accountability. A little, thank you. <laughs> Accountability to yeah. do these things because it's so easy to just like, you know, keep your head down and well, follow through and not check back in and be like, am I, you know, going towards my dreams, yeah. going towards my goals, making it happen in the most efficient way possible? Am I spending my money and my time in the right areas? Mm-hmm. All of it. And I think it's really easy to think you don't need to have systems or that you don't have time to make systems or whatever yes. if you are the only one working for yourself. Yep. Because you don't have to answer to anybody about other than yourself to right. if this is the most efficient way to do it. But mm-hmm. it's, I mean, Kelsey and I have gone back and forth before. Like if there's easier if there's, if I know she's spending however much time on whatever it is and there's an easier way to do it in a shorter amount of time, it's like, just do it then. Like take yeah. the... Well, we've 
we've done that for each other's businesses mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Like I mean. our client experiences, we, yeah. we've like walked each other through them and been able to look from the you outside and be like, <laughs> I know I've seen that. <laughs> it's been like, well, if you just made this PDF and put this on here, you could skip like 12 emails or mm-hmm. whatever that was. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so maybe it's just having an accountability partner and it doesn't have to be someone in the same field as you. I actually it's encourage you to be right. Yeah. I almost encourage you to find someone that is not in the same world. Maybe someone that's an entrepreneur would be good. Um, but someone that's in a completely, completely different world. Yeah. It works well for us. It really does. Yeah. I, well, I am your client, but I also easily can think like your client because your clients are other business owners and you can think like a bride or a brand client Mm -hmm, or whatever. Because I've been there. Yep. Exactly. So, so good. I love it. Hmm. I got a lot of wheels turning after this, these last few chats on some future things that the foyer can be doing. I think we need to help supporting you. Have a blog post of, all the things that we have been talking about over the last couple episodes having to do with quarterly retreat meeting things. Yeah. It keeps coming up. It's like a quarterly really audit. Helpful. Yeah. I think that's really the right audit. word. Mm-hmm. An audit of, yeah, all the areas of your business and making sure you're tracking. Yeah. Well, if you guys think that would be helpful, we would love to hear from you. <laughs> Shoot us a DM, send us some messages. And we also want to know, like, what have you been relating to? What have you been, um, you know, aligning with us or feeling differently than us on these last few episodes, especially these solo shows, because I think it's been fun for Emma and I, first of all, to just block off time in our busy schedules to like sit down and talk because we're both everywhere. Um, But I think it's been cool to be able to let all of you in on these conversations because we know you're dealing with the same things. Yes. So yes. let us know what more of those things you have going on. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, well I think I think that's all the things we have for you today. That was I know. Short really, and sweet. Really good. But maybe take the exactly next 20 minutes. We need to batch work. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah, but I was there just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Now go figure out what you got to batch and when you can do what. All right, guys. That is all we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening in on another episode of Foyer Chats. Make sure you are following along on Instagram. We are at the Foyer underscore at Kelsey Pasma and Emma Joe and Company. And all the goods will be in the show notes. And we'll see you again next time. We love you all. Thank you.